0: Welcome to the Antioch Initiative Podcast, a podcast about the unreached and topics related to giving them access to the good news of Jesus.
1: Hi, this is Nick with the Antioch Initiative Podcast. And today I have the unique opportunity of talking with Eric Cooper, who is the vice president of CRF Affordable Housing. Also, he's the president of the Stone Table. Eric, thank you for being with us this afternoon. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. You know, Eric, you have a a unique background in that you um, were involved in a traditional ministry, professional ministry type role for a season. And now you're in more of a business, um, I guess, marketplace type role, as well as being involved in the Great Commission around the world. Would you share a little bit of your story and and maybe uh, in brief just some of the things God has done to bring you to the place you are today? (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I always tell people, you know, if you look back at my, my trajectory and how I ended up where I'm, I'm at, um, I mean, I, I would never, I would never be able to tell someone else to replicate this, this <laughs> journey, you know, it's, uh, you know, started out, uh, you know, actually was, was planning to be a, a musician in, in music school, uh, wow. wanted to be in ministry in that regard, uh, then decided I was going to starve to death. And uh, <laughs> so well, I, uh, I ended up uh, moving back home, getting a degree in accounting of all things. So I went from music to accounting. Quite a switch. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, uh, and then uh, worked for a CPA firm for a short period of time right out of college, uh, worst two years of my life. <laughs> Worked in private accounting for a while, and then ended up becoming a music pastor. And uh, so went, you know, kind of all the way back around uh, on staff at a church doing doing music. Did that for about ten years, and then planted a church uh, here in downtown Indianapolis. Did that for about three or four years, and then found myself back in this opportunity here um, uh, to to lead a business. Uh, that was started for the express purpose of, um, you know, generating revenue for global missions work around the world. So I've kind of been all over the map, you know, so uh, really have a heart for the local church, have a heart for global missions and have a heart for marketplace people and uh, helping them engage their their lives and their work and who they are uh, and the work of God around the world.
1: And it, yeah, and all those are amazing. And uh, everything you've, you know, you mentioned is, in, is valuable for the kingdom. And um, at the Antioch Initiative, we're talking uh, most of the time though, about those who are unreached to the gospel around the world and, um, yeah. and, BAM, our business's mission, has been a uh, a great tool for helping to see the gospel spread. And you've been very involved in that. You've been, of course, involved in business uh, there in Indianapolis with CRF Affordable Housing and the blessing that's been to local people there, but also just through income from that. You've been uh, the Stone Table, as president of the Stone Table, you guys have been a huge blessing around the world with BAM as well. I wanted just to, to talk with you a little bit today about business's mission and uh, just some of your thoughts on that from your from vantage point. And first of all, I just want to ask kind of maybe your definition of bus- business's mission.
0: Yeah, well, we, we kind of use here uh, the, the same definition uh of, I give you just a technical definition that uh, the, the Assemblies of God World Missions BAM office uses, and this is something we've been uh, engaged with them on. But I mean, we would sure. say business business's mission is the intentional integration of business and ministry wow. to create sustainable missional presence of the kingdom of God in a particular community. And so that's the way, uh, you know, the AGWM BAM office has uh, defined that. And we like that definition. So we use that a lot. It's the intentional integration of business and ministry. Um, yeah. yeah. And, uh, so, so that's, uh, that, that's what we've been a part of. That's how we would define it.
1: Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a great definition. um, And I think the definition is is really important because sometimes there seems to be confusion about BAM or just my experience over the years in different locations. um, Can you share a little bit about that? Maybe some of the maybe some of the um, possible dangers of, of BAM?
0: Yeah, I think maybe what you're referencing more is is sometimes we can lose. You know, we say the in, intentional integration of business and ministry. Sometimes we can lose the the ministry aspect. And you know, we're we're big believers in the sacredness of the marketplace. That the marketplace is part of God's um, you know work in the world. Right. But when we talk about business as mission. Um, you know, we're, we're engaging a great commission aspect. There, there has to be a, a proclamation aspect. It can't just be doing good uh, things around the world. It actually has to be uh, an, an engagement of making disciples and planting the church. And, uh, you know, BAM has been a, really a, a great avenue to do that, especially among the unreached sure um but you know one of those pitfalls is just to lose that ministry ministry angle and just to um you know become satisfied solely with uh maybe the 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 business success and right. forgetting the the ministry integration
1: sure yeah it really is bam really is a great um tool a great um you know help in seeing people who are in the unreached among the unreached reached uh, maybe would you elaborate a little bit more maybe on some strengths just some um you you've given some yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I, I think the marketplace engaged properly in the way God designed it is actually a, a beautiful mechanism for the gospel. You know, sure. uh, I, I think people people think of business a lot of times as uh, you know they they think of the. The greedy, evil businessman—you know, on on a on a movie or a TV show—you know, it's like the the business guy is always the seems like the evil guy, right? And in, in right. the, uh, but but that's not what good business is. Good business is about seeing a need and meeting it. It's about serving people. Uh, you know, we we use the term around here in our business. We we washing feet. It's it's literally about making and improving the lives of, of the people around you. And so if you think about business in those terms, right. Going in, finding a market need, meeting that need, um, you know, adding jobs and economic vitality to a community, uh, improving the lives of the people in the community. I mean, it's, it's actually a a beautiful mechanism to foster renewable kingdom relationships where the gospel can begin to, to spread. Right. That's
1: amazing. Yes. Um, that is that's awesome. Well, what are some uh, you know if when people want to learn more about BAM, uh, they can of course reach out to you. But <laughs> and maybe I'll ask for your contact information later on. But uh, what are some other resources uh, that you might recommend that they could look into?
0: Yeah, uh, you know business that businessasmission dot org. I think it is now. Now that now that I'm saying it out loud, I want to. I just want to double check my dot org or dot com. Uh, yeah, businessasmission.com is a great resource. And I've gotten to know some of those guys uh, over the years. There's some great uh, articles and resources for people who want to engage in business as mission. Of course, uh, the stonetable.org, our resource page there is full of, of resources. But if you really just want to dig in, and you want to do it from a theological standpoint, really to understand the sacred design of the marketplace and how the marketplace is intended to be part of God's redemptive work in the world. I mean, there's just some, some great books out there. I mean, the gold standard for me um, is every good endeavor by Tim Keller. Um, Just a fantastic book. Um, The call by Oz Guinness is another fantastic book. Um, So those would just be a couple of just off the top of my head recommendations for people who really are are in the marketplace arena and want to know, on a foundational level, a theological level, how, uh, how their work is part of, uh, that, that sacred calling. Uh, but if you want to talk specifically about BAM and business as mission, uh, those two websites would be a great place to start too. Wonderful. Okay.
1: And I also hear there's another book coming out. Sometime. <laughs> uh, in the next few months, I don't know. You want to speak a little bit about the the, the book you're writing right now?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, that that book is is currently untitled. I haven't I haven't quite figured out how to title it yet. But I do have a book that is uh, that is with the editor right now. We're actually having uh, going through the the editing process. Hope that it comes out later this summer. But just trying to to I guess add to that business as mission conversation, um, and and doing it through the lens of our company and our work here. And so. So, uh, yeah, hopefully that'll be out later this summer. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, hey, as, as a um, concluding
1: question, I want to ask, what would you say to a young person with business skills or a person who has, is interested in business and also has a heart for those without access to the gospel? Um, maybe they, they, they may or may not feel called to be a, a traditional preacher or minister in a professional sense, but what, what kind of advice would you give to that young person?
0: Yeah, I, I think. Um, I mean, first and foremost, I, I, I would just say to them, you know, who you are and the way God wired you and made you and the gifts that He's placed inside of you—they're uh, not secondary gifts. They are—they are sacred gifts and a sacred calling. Um, and I, I would just encourage you to to continue to step into that um, and and to see, I guess, really to ask yourself the question: How can how can I write a story that's bigger than me, right? Yeah. I, I think a lot of business people, a lot of people, I mean, just any student, right? They're going through life. They're trying to figure out who they are, um, you know, how they're going to make their mark on the world, really invert that question and say, what is God doing and how can I be a part of it? And I'm just telling you, if you're in the business world, if you're in the marketplace, if you have skills and in those arenas, there's never been a better time for you to be able to engage the, the lost and to engage the great commission through your marketplace skills. Uh, I mean, this is uh, an exploding opportunity across the world. Um, business as mission. Whether you're you're here in the states, whether you want to uproot, and take your business skills overseas, maybe work for a large, you know, company overseas, and then engage in missions that way. Whether you want to be a part of an AGWM uh, business as mission launch with organizations like Live Dead. Uh, th- there's just never been a better time to engage as a marketplace person in the mission of God. And uh, there's there's more channels, there's more opportunities. Um, and and uh, so I would just say, be encouraged. Uh, we, we need marketplace people to see the Great Commission fulfilled. Uh, we believe in, in hope and pray in our lifetime.
1: Amen. Amen. Wow. Well, Eric, thank you for all you do for the kingdom and for spending time with us today and sharing. May um, God bless you very much. Thanks, Nick.
0: Thank you for listening to another amazing episode of the AnIAC Initiative Podcast. We encourage you to follow us on whatever podcasting platforms you use the most. Feel free to check out our social medias to stay updated on all
1: future content.